Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the week ending March the 18th, 2018. I've spent this week editing. So I've done about 20,000 words so far of Blind Gambit, and over the course of the week I've added about 8,000 words. Now a lot of writers advise that when you're editing a manuscript you cut about 10%. I add about 20, and the reason I do this is because what I write as my first draft is little more than a screenplay. There will be a lot of one or two sentence paragraphs and missing descriptions. For me the important thing is just to push through to the end, get that first draft done and then I can work on building it. So I've essentially got the skeleton of a half-decent novel, and now it's time to put some flesh on that. So I've been really happy with how that's going. It's actually going a lot quicker than I thought it would. I think it really helped that I had a detailed outline for this novel, so I'm not finding myself having to add scenes or rewrite sections, which is what has happened in the past. It does feel like I'm working on more of a second draft in terms of the flow of the story and the pacing. It's already there, so I'm really pleased about that. Now, I've mentioned before, this is a story, it's a lit RPG, it's set in a virtual world, and then the other half of it is set in the real world, and it's about a teenager trying to come to terms with going blind. And this was really hard for me to write, because I'm visually impaired, I know that one day I'll be blind. And so, going through those issues and working out how I feel about things as regards visual impairment was a really difficult process in the first draft stage, but I think it's also quite cathartic. Now I'm looking back over what I've written, I'm really proud of it. I think I've put something down that's honest and genuine and I'm hoping that'll come through to the readers because even though a lot of it is fun and a lot of it is set in a virtual world, I'm thinking this will speak to readers on a kind of primal level. At least that's my hope. I was on an author called Paul Teague's podcast the other day. Now this is a podcast for independent authors like myself. It's called Self-Publishing Journeys and we were talking about how I can get this book out to the right people. I think this is a book where I really need to get traditional media involved. So I'm going to reach out to local newspapers, places where I've worked, places where I've lived. So newspapers in the Yorkshire area, back in the Midlands as well, see if we can get stuff on there. Hopefully some local radio as well. I sent an email out this week to the Guide Dogs magazine called Forward as a guide dog owner. I thought this might be of interest to other people with visual impairment. Now what I've realised is that I need an audiobook for this as quickly as possible because I would hate for a visually impaired reader to not have access to this. And the concern I have is how much audiobooks actually cost to produce. Now, with my Wasteland series, what I did is I arranged to have a royalty split with the narrator. So there was no upfront costs to me as an author, apart from having to pay for the covers. But what this means is that the book is exclusive to Audible. Now, with Blind Gambit, I really want this book to be available on the RNIB library, which is the Royal National Institute for the Blind's Library of Audiobooks. Now, I've been subscribed to this library for a number of years now, and I love it. I get most of my audiobooks from there, and it's a fantastic resource. So I'm trying to work out now how I'm going to get an audiobook produced for this novel so I can get it into the RNIB library. My thoughts are to start with that I will approach Audible and say, look, this is what the book's about, this is what I want to do with it, can we make it available to the RNIB library? Because I know, listening to the RNIB library, that the Audible do donate to the library. And if that doesn't work, then I might have to go with a kind of crowdfunded thing, something like a Kickstarter. Now I'm looking at a novel that's somewhere in the region of 60, 65,000 words when it's all done. And to get it done by a professional narrator and a professional producer, this is going to cost me somewhere in the region of about £1,500, which is a lot of money. (laughs) Especially as this is most likely to be a standalone novel. And I'm sure I'll let you know a bit more info on that as and when it comes. In other news, I have 
come up with a, another great idea for a collaborative series. I was brainstorming this the other day with Lynn and Killian, and I think we've come up with quite a cool kind of dark fantasy, military fantasy concept, and releasing a series of about 30,000 word novellas. So almost like a serial, like watching a TV show. And I find this happens when I'm editing. I always come up with great ideas for new projects and things like that, which is great. But I've got loads to do. I've got so many projects lined up. So I don't know where I'm going to get time to do this. This is probably going to be at the tail end of next year. But I suppose it's better to have things lined up than none at all. I've also mentioned in the past that I wrote my first novel, which was a complete mess. It was me trying to do a bit of a game of Thrones in space. Now I had a look over this this week and there's actually some of it that's salvageable. So I'm tempted to separate the parts of the story that work because I've mentioned before that it's got about 13 points of view and I think about half of those work as individual stories with a bit of tweaking. I read through one of the main core stories yesterday and I think the writing is almost there. It's not as good as what I can do now. But I think with a bit of editing, I could get the writing better. I could have a potentially 15,000 word novelette. It just needs a couple of scenes add in just to kind of give it a bit more coherence and continuity. But I think the story core's there. And so I've had a look through all these different stories and I've worked out that I've got about 50,000 words worth of stuff that I can use. So I'm tempted to, again, do the serialised release, re-edit these stories, add new scenes if necessary, but essentially... I've got something I can release, maybe release an episode a week for a four weeks. And I think that'll feel good to do that because this is one of those projects because I was so involved with it and so kind of, it was my first thing and I've just not been able to shake it. So I think getting something out there related to the project will do me good. <laughs> so I finished reading the Watchmaker of Filigree Street this week. I actually really enjoyed it. I think it takes a little bit to get going and a little bit to realise what's going on. But we've essentially got a character who can see into the future and to avoid the thing that I find quite frustrating with prescience type stories is that once you've got the ability to see into the future it means you are locked into determinism and that free will can't exist and so that arose choice it arose agency and it arose the entire point of a novel now the way the author got around this was the watchmaker could see possibilities so instead of seeing definite futures they saw possible futures and some of them came true, some of them didn't. And there were a lot of things that the watchmaker couldn't see because they were as a result of chance. So, for example, he couldn't predict a coin toss or the results of a dice game or something like that. So I thought it was a really interesting read. I really enjoyed the world building. I think there was a lot of historical research that went into this. So I would recommend checking it out. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. Didn't get any questions this week, but if you want to send one, it's john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. You can find me on Twitter, it's at J-L Cronshaw, and you can find me on Facebook, it's John Cronshaw Author. If you would like to help out this podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes and recommend it to a friend. And if you haven't done so already, you can read my novella, Addict of the Wasteland, for free. Simply go to tinyurl.com slash prequel and the book will be delivered to your inbox. So until next time, cheerio. Mm-hmm.